0: What's up, everybody? Happy day after Thanksgiving. Man, I am so full of turkey and so full of oysters and so full of driving around the state of North Carolina. This is Will Brinson. This is the Pick 6 podcast. This is the Friday after Thanksgiving. Spoiler alert, we're actually recording this Pick's pod before Thanksgiving. So that means you. I have to be thankful now, I guess, for Pete Prisco and R.J. White who are joining me. To break down the picks, Pete. Um, even since since this again, we're recording this on the what the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You're listening on the Friday morning after the Thanksgiving games have happened. There's a recap show in the feed as well. But this is the picks pod for the weekend. Pete, go ahead and make fun of me for something. Well, I'm gonna make
1: fun of you for driving around all North Carolina to celebrate Thanksgiving. Here's what you have to learn how to say to your in-laws, to your parents, whoever. No, 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 no. You can't spend every holiday with every one of them. Pick one, spend that holiday with them, and get back to work, damn it. How'd you do on uh, your Super Contest picks this week? Crappy. How'd you do? (laughs) Three and two. I'm still behind. You're still behind me, though.
0: Oh, but I'm right there. RJ, happy happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that you're here to mellow Pete out.
2: Happy Thanksgiving, I'm Glad to be here. RJ, you agree with me on the No. Um. Well, I I try to please everyone, so oh, you're a I, I see too. where he's coming. Yeah, I know from. how to say no.
0: I'm not a people pleaser. I piss people off most of the time. I just can't. This is a a battle I can't fight. It's we a have to. That's what I
1: always used to call him a have to. Yeah, this
0: is a have to. Well, so we haven't been. We hadn't been to my father in law's um uh and to see my brother in law in in Concord in like two or three years because two or three years ago back it was well I guess it was like. Rg Rg three second uh, second year I guess because the Cowboys were playing the Redskins maybe it's even his rookie year but we were we were down there and we we're at my father in law's house and he got and my brother in law wasn't there because he just got married and um and my father in law got called out to because somebody died so he had to go pick up the body because he's a mortician and. Um, and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden we look around, and we're not—we're not related to it. Was our, like it was like his in-laws. If We weren't related to a single person in the room. And uh, like,
1: you do go to that. We're like that's,
0: that's it. That's, that's, that's a it. That's it. I'm out. You know, I—I I just went. You know,
1: I, I was—I went and put flowers on my mother's grave for Thanksgiving, and I was sitting there thinking about how my mother used to make Thanksgiving dinner. And in our house, she had to time it so it was between the, the end of the 1 o'clock and the 12.30 game <laughs> and the kickoff of the 4 o'clock game. She was in that kitchen forever. We go, all right, because I had all brothers and my dad. We go, all right, here we go. We're done. We're definitely <laughs> and my mom loved every bit of it. It definitely. was all about football,
0: man. Definitely. See, you got to change your philosophy. Football,
1: dude, not family.
0: Football, football, but you know, my football is family. Pete, my mom hates that saying so much. She's like, "That's a lie. The NFL is lying. Football is not family." <laughs> uh, but you know, I you do both though. I watch. I get. I, I, it's nice. I get to see all your in-laws. Right? I, I got to spend Thanksgiving at my parents' house all day there. We do the oyster roast, We got big sandwiches. We have some uh, leftovers at night, um, and we watch all the football games. So that was a blast. And of course, uh, you know, the Redskins won outright, and so my division bet's looking good. And uh, I took him plus seven and a half in the contest.
1: But uh, you guys agree with me, right, RJ? If you look up and you're at a, a Thanksgiving family thing and nobody's a family, you got to get a, get up and get the hell out of it. No, no, there.
0: no. no. I, I, that's, I put the kibosh on it for like three – I mean I was like no, – I'm not doing that. I'm not
1: – I'm not – gonna yeah, get yeah, up yeah, and get yeah, out yeah, of yeah, there. Of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In fact, you know what? The year it was uh 2013. That's what year it was because AK was Robbie. Robbie wasn't born. AK was pregnant. I was like, we're, I was like, well, I'm not doing this every year. Like I left my parents' house to come here. Um, but to, we're,
1: plus, yeah. plus, it, it, at, like the Brinson relative Thanksgivings, everybody's got to sit at their place setting and do not get up until the dinner is over. And we're going to have the first course, and here's the fork you use here. And now we'll bring the second course, and you use the bigger fork. That's a, tell me that's not exactly the way it was too. Like it's a formal sit down. Everybody in their spot.
0: Dinner it is actually the complete opposite, but
1: that's okay. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, In-laws is
0: more like that. All right. Speaking of formal, putting everybody <laughs> in their spot. Let's put everybody in their spot here. I am dead last in the super contest amongst the four of us at CBS who do it with twenty-six point five points. But I will note, after going three and two last week, the standings have tightened up a little bit. It's getting a little snug, Pete. You're at twenty-seven and a half after a one and four week oh. in week eleven. RJ passed you, going four and one in week ah, eleven, and RJ is only only. You gotta give. You guys gotta give with
1: a Seattle. Take take your gift. That's all you do. Take it's, your it's gift. Never oh, enough.
2: You guys get lucky. I'm never lucky. I'm but... never lucky. You
1: gotta. What give. was your What was your... your... Let's Let's be real about it. It's pretty much all luck, anyways. But you gotta give. Sure.
0: I mean, yeah. Yes. Yes. It is. It is very difficult. What was your one win?
1: Uh, the one RJ had. We both had the same. The Jaguars. Shouldn't have
2: got, maybe we shouldn't have got that one either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Nah, you should have that was good the whole way. If you missed Simply that. He
2: had like 68 passing yards or something like that. <laughs> <It was
0: terrible. laughs> uh, but Nick Costas at the Costas on Twitter if you want to follow him. He'll be back on the podcast at some point. Don't worry about it, people. Uh, 31 points. Two and three in week eleven, he fell to six hundred and eighty-six place overall. P- probably dead, RJ, or is he still in? Is he still? No, he's he's still. You know, he's RJ thinks we're all alive if we all went yeah, five and well, zero every I mean, week. Yeah, you have to have a few
2: string a few good weeks together. That's why I was just pointing If go you five went and five and, and zero
1: every week, would you would you get the money?
2: Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because
1: I'm going five and zero every week.
2: If I go 5-0 and over the next two weeks, I'm at 39 points. Through 13 weeks, I'm averaging three a week. That's about what you want to be at. You want to be, probably be a point better than averaging three a week. Good. So. I hope you like my picks this week then. Well,
0: we'll see. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to win this podcast, uh, contest because I went minus 13 after. Growing... I can't
1: believe you were worse than me because I was terrible last
0: week. Yeah, I was pretty bad last week. Prisco went to minus 12. RJ plus 13. RJ surging. Uh, I look, I'm not going to tell you to ride or die or follow or f- fade here, but I would follow RJ right now because he's been hot the last I follow two
1: weeks. RJ too. Yeah. And this hopefully, is, this hopefully is... we have a lot of the same picks this week. This and is not, <laughs> no, no.
0: There you go. Oh, this is, damn. R- this is RJ white hot season. Uh, Segment one, if you could only play one pick, these are our best bets. We pick uh, one game that's worth four points, and then we can divvy up the rest of the games, three, two, and one, as we like. I am clearly terrible at divvying them up, uh, but I like my number one overall pick, and it's the Cleveland Browns getting three points at the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't care if this game is played in Cincinnati, in Cleveland, on Mars, on your anus, I don't care where it's being played, Pete. <laughs> that was just a joke. Um
1: uh, Boy, I said I'm gonna that. I to revisit that one.
0: I said that. On, why, would, why would the game be played there? Uh I said that um, on HQ based on I said, your
1: picks. Your ha- your head is up there. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Mars, Venus, Uranus. I don't care. <laughs> um, I like the Cleveland Browns. I think this is a spot where it is almost a pure spite, revenge play against Hugh Jackson. Who the Browns players do not like. He, you know, he potentially ruined their season with the way he coached them early on. They all know he's a clown show. He left and went to Cincinnati. He, he knew when he took the job in Cincinnati, he'd get to play Cleveland twice. And there's a sense that he might spite them. No, 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 no. Baker Mayfield is going to light up a terrible defense. The Browns are going to cruise control in this one. Uh, and Andy Dalton, even, I don't think he's going to have AJ Green back. He might, but he has not been good, uh, since AJ Green and Tyler Eifert went down. The Bengals offense has struggled badly. And I think the Browns get after him in a big way big time win for greg williams here
1: if you actually believe that players take a field concerned about their former coach you're 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 more naive than i think they're just going to go play come on stop it they don't care about you jackson being on the other sideline they just don't but the right now you give me 3 points in that team i'm taking it i don't love it like you do you love it I don't love it like you do, but I'll take the points.
2: And Cleveland's a better team since these defenses are triple. Oh. number 32 in points, yards, and play per drive allowed. So every time you go out on the field, you got to expect you're moving the ball and scoring. Um, both these offenses should excel running the ball. Uh, both these defenses are terrible at defending the run. So expect a big game from Joe Mixon, who I just traded for from Pete Prisco in, in our fantasy league the playoffs. Started. I needed you him. You needed him. I made the deal. And, uh, and so he'll have a good game. Nick Chubb will have a good game. I'm not sure the Cincinnati pass offense has success against the number two pass DVOA defense. Kind of depends on the injuries there but i think cleveland's defense will show up they've had two weeks to cook something up for this game and and kind of win a mini super bowl because it's a divisional game of ohio so yeah i, I like them to, to win this game
0: by the way this is rashard higgins pete uh, do you know who he is uh, i do But uh who does he play for
1: Wait, what are you talking about? Just get to your quote here. I know who he plays for. He plays for the Browns.
0: Go ahead. Yes, yes. It will be a lot of motivation going into Cincinnati week because Jackson's over there. Browns wide receiver Richard Higgins told Cleveland. Why do you take customer, the
1: field? None of that stuff ever mattered. You can talk Absolutely.
0: All can From him coming to Cleveland, it's been hard, and we grinded it out with him. Defensive all end right. Chris Smith said, we're going to talk a little junk to him, too. But it ain't who you play. So that's, it's how you that's, play. That's, and it's talk junk to him game. all you
1: want. It doesn't matter low-hanging fruit you you of course you you grab for the lowest apple on the tree as usual
0: i said they're gonna be motivated you said <laughs> they won't ahead. you said they won't be motivated they won't be. I, I i googled hugh jackson like bulletin
1: board material none of it matters
0: i googled hugh jackson browns and immediately found an article from cbssports.com where the player said we will be motivated to face hugh jackson whatever i don't care whatever whatever they're gonna win outright wow outright okay yeah out Pete, you, speaking of outright uh, wins, do you think the Giants will run outright? You certainly like it. I do. Wow.
1: I, do. Wow. I do. I I think the way they're playing and the way the Eagles are playing and the way the Eagles are banged up, I think the Giants are going to have success. Look, uh, granted, I'm not getting too enamored with beating San Francisco and beating Tampa. I get it. But the Eagles are a mess right now, a real mess. And I think the Giants are playing. They have the, they have the better playmakers on offense, and I think those guys are going to go in there and, and put up some points against an Eagles defense that's uh, awful right now. So, yeah, I think they de- they win the game outright.
0: Counterpoint from me, uh the Giants haven't beaten anybody. They beat the 49ers and the Buccaneers, two terrible teams. They beat two terrible teams. Now the, the, these Giants he did
2: this last week. It was the Bears didn't beat anybody. I heard that from every both of you. The Bears didn't beat anybody, but the stats say they're better. They're better.
0: But the Giants really haven't beaten anybody, RJ. They have three wins on the season. They had the
2: Bears until last week, but then when you watch the Vikings play offense, they haven't beaten
1: anybody. This Philly really secondary hasn't
0: stopped anybody. No, the <laughs> <really laughs> secondary's banged up. Giants might be able to score. I don't think the Giants can stop the Eagles from scoring either. I think this I think be defense
1: the... is playing better though, even though they give a bunch of points. I think ten- th- scores on every Body. Junk time, garbage time. Touchdown, Giants yep. cover.
0: That could be. It's possible they could cover. I don't think. I don't think they're going to do it. I think this is a. This is a. Okay, everybody. Look, here, here's what's happening right now. This is a classic overreaction game, guys. Everybody's. Everybody's pushing the panic button on Philadelphia, freaking out after they got blown out by the Saints. Everybody gets blown out by the Saints, and at in the, in the meantime, there's chatter out there that the Giants could think about bringing Eli Manning back next year if there's not a quarterback in the draft. What do you think about that, Pete?
1: Well, I mean, you got to play somebody.
0: Oh, you my know. God. Yeah, everybody's up for What are you going to play, this. Kyle oh.
1: Luletta? Trade for Blake Bortles.
0: Oh, my God. What about, Would you rather have Blake Bortles or Derek Carr next year or Eli Manning?
1: Mm, Derek Carr.
0: Blake Bortles or Eli Manning. But I,
1: I don't want Derek Carr's salary, though. Can I you know, avoid that?
0: you got to have Eli Manning's salary. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, my point being is that you're look, all... Look, the problem boring. is
1: the draft stinks. There's yeah. no quarterbacks in the draft. Well, so you know who,
0: yeah, you know who else stinks? Eli Manning. And he's getting too much credit for two drives uh, against Tampa. And uh, he looks Tampa's, Tampa's the worst defense in the league. They are. Worse there's, than a good,
2: there's a good point to be made that he's that he is making kind of that uh there might be value with Philadelphia coming off that embarrassing loss. The look ahead line was minus nine. So if you think Philly hasn't gotten three points worse as a team in the last you know six days, seven days, whatever, then then there might be value at that line. Getting it under a touchdown, I can see reasoning for taking Philly. I think if you take Philly, you're going to want to tease it down and just take them to win the game. I don't I don't know that I would lay six in this situation, yeah. knowing how they can get backdoored with that secondary.
0: I'm fine with that. And for what it's worth, the Giants jumped Philadelphia in DVOA this week. And- and are really they're only one game back at the Eagles. So if they if they are the Giants alive in this division, Pete?
2: Yeah, because the division everybody. Oh my
0: god! Oh my god! The what
2: Lions a, are alive in the NFC somehow. I yeah. don't know how, but what a world we live in. If they won the, the division, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: <laughs> uh, RJ, you love the San Francisco 49ers, right? Speaking Nick Mullins train. He's on the Nick Mullins speak, train. Speaking of the two teams that lost the Gi- the Giants, like- <laughs> this is the dog
2: game of the week. Yeah. yeah, San Fran is better than we think. They led led with a minute left in their last three games. They finished one and two in those games, so they could easily be three and zero during that stretch. They led with two minutes left in Green Bay. They led the Chargers in the fourth quarter in L. A. Shanahan versus Cutter is a huge coaching match. It looks like Tampa is just you know one foot out the door, doesn't care anymore. San Fran has had two weeks to prepare for this game. You get that with a good coach like Kyle Shanahan. Um, you know, just trying to win every game and close out strong, I think that matters. Uh, San Fran has held four of their last six under 200 passing yards, so I'm not sure that Tampa's offense goes off with Jameis Winston, who's getting yo-yoed in and out of the lineup. I don't trust him to just step in and light up the 49ers with how they're playing. Um, they've also given up less than 250 yards in six of the last seven. So uh, travel's not a concern for me. The West Coast teams traveling east in those 1 p.m. Eastern games, that's a spot we tend to like to play. I looked into it from my tips column. West teams uh, that usually play their 4 p.m. home games are – 94, 82, and four against the spread on the road at 1 p.m. since 2011. So wow. it's a spot. It's a spot where we would expect. Oh, they're going to yeah, come. But out. How many of those were the good Seahawks teams? And how many of those were the good? Uh, they know. were like I don't know. Yeah, 20, gotta... twenty team, twenty spots for each of them. So they're, they're about even for everybody except the Rams because the Rams haven't played in, in L.A. since tw- all, all those years. So I think the Rams are like three and five in that spot. So <laughs> look, I, I, travel
1: matters, and 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 I know that it depends on who the good team is. If Seattle's playing a bad team at a one o'clock spot, it matters. So uh, you got to look into it deeper before that. Becomes a. I, I get what you're saying. I though. looked at
2: every team, and every and the only one <laughs> was of, Seattle's record in that spot. I bet it was, it was like two better than than it was like twelve and 10, two better than than five hundred. By the way, uh, there's most,
0: by the way, there's three of those games this week: Seattle at Carolina, place. and that's uh, why I
2: specifically want to look into it because we yeah. have three specifically teams that usually play at four p.m. Playing at point. I'm one. concerned here. I, look, the Niners have played
1: hard still, and they do get two weeks for, to prepare. But long trip, that's tough to deal with. I don't with. think it matters.
2: I do, I, and I think Tampa Bay can score on anybody. I think it's baked into the line too much. I think we make too much of that trend as betters, just expecting that to happen, and the line gets bet up a little higher than it should, and there's value on taking the other team in that spot.
1: Yeah, I just don't think the Niners are that good in the secondary. I think they're going to throw the. I think they'll be able to throw the ball. Probably, look, can Mullins do it again? That's it, it,
2: against Tampa. Sure, yeah, he should be able to, right? But the, but Everybody I think. Do you think Tampa's going to score through the overs? Probably the play. Maybe, but San Fran's defense has been playing pretty well. Um, Tampa doesn't have that running game that a lot of other teams do that can take the pressure off the passing game, so Jameis has to just show up getting stuck into the lineup and, and have a great game. I don't know that he does. It seems whoever starts for the Tampa is going to screw up. I think they're going to so.
1: score points. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The Overs a good play here, but I, I like uh, I like the Bucks. Yeah, if it,
2: if it was three – we don't know the contest lines yet we're recording this too early on Wednesday to know the contest lines if it's three and a half San Fran's definitely in the contest if it's three I'm I might not take it because I really can't afford ties at this point you're trying to get wins and catch up in the standings um so if it's three gotta have a hard look of whether I think San Fran really is going to win outright because I can't afford a push there um but three and a half it's definitely in the contest for me
0: yeah, I had this as a one on here and I, I should have been higher. I like San Francisco more than that. And, uh, again, Shanahan off a bye and you also have, uh, Seahawks twice, Broncos, Bears and Rams left for the, the 49ers. So this is a game where they have to look on the schedule and say, we can win this game. Let's they go. The number,
1: they got the number one pick right now. Do they want to win anything?
2: Uh, Arizona is the number one pick. I no, I think San Francisco's maybe right now. Yes. I thought they, when, I thought when Arizona bad. lost to Oakland, Arizona went to one and Oakland went to three. Well, I think San Francisco's is one, isn't isn't it right now?
0: I don't have that in front of me, so I will have to agree to disagree on that. Speaking of agree to disagree, that's our next segment. There are five games where we have a strong disagreement. It starts with me and I'm taking the Green Bay Packers plus, it was a two point pick. They are plus three and a half. And the reason I like green Bay is to quote my man, Pete Prisco, Aaron Rodgers on the road, getting points. Give it to me. Is that close?
1: You know, it didn't work last week because they choked away a game.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, I think this is a spot where Rodgers in it's going to be a it's going to be it's a tough environment to play in. Uh, I am worried that the three and a half is begging you to take Green Bay. Minnesota's offensive line is a major major problem, and I don't know that they can protect anyone long enough to help out Kirk Cousins. I think Aaron Rodgers knows his, can play well against Mike Zimmer's defense, and uh he will end up having a big day. And, and the Packers will, uh, will keep this close. The, pa-
2: the Packers pass rush isn't that good.
0: Vikings' offensive line is the top, bottom five in the league.
2: Right, and that shows up against teams like the Bears, but you know, they've, they've, Vikings aren't you two and two and eight block for a
0: reason. back roll now, Mike's, you Mike. Mike block him. Mike and Zimmer's then, Mike Zimmer's been talking all week how mad he is at the offense. He's not going to let them uncork and run tempo with Kirk Cousins slinging it all over it, the place. He's going to try and run it with Dalvin Cook, and it's not going to work.
2: That Mike. offensive line did fine back in Week Two when Minnesota threw for four hundred twelve yards on Green Bay. A Different Packers that. defense though; they're better than that. Now. Yeah, a healthier Packers defense. Well, they're better now. Weren't a lot. I mean,
0: weren't it a lot of those yards in garbage time?
2: Mike, it, in garbage time, it was a tie game.
0: Yeah, they tied. Was it up the, they tied time. it up at the last second and took it to overtime.
2: It Minnesota easy is good enough to limit Green Bay. The number six versus the pass, number four versus the run. Green Bay is a, a better run team than a pass team, which some people would be surprised to to hear with Aaron Rodgers, you know, a quarterback, but they've been a great run team. Minnesota defense at home gets up for this game. Green Bay's injuries, Jimmy Graham might not play. Mike Daniels hurt. Um, they say Jimmy Graham might play through his broken thumb, but, you know, you can't, can't be as effective playing with a broken thumb when you're a pass catcher. Nick Perry banged up. So many injuries on, on the Green Bay defense that I think Minnesota's offense is going to have success. Both teams will treat this like a playoff game. I like the home team. Minnesota has a better home field advantage than most teams. I give them four points for home field. So if you're going to make them even, you should have Minnesota minus four. And I think Minnesota is a better team. I don't know how you can watch the first 11 weeks of the season. I think Green Bay is a better team than Minnesota at this point.
1: They're the same to me. And one has a quarterback who can make plays, and the other one's a quarterback who wilts under pressure.
2: I think the spread has to be at least four and a half to consider taking Green Bay at three and a half. Love Minnesota.
1: I'll take Green Bay at three and a half. And here's the easy, simple reason why. Take out your quarterback scales. You got the guy who over here who can't play very well, and you got
2: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but Kurt, if you measured, hey, who had it, the best quarterback? Green Bay would be ten and zero. Right. Well, Kurt, Kurt, this well, game, I don't think there's that much difference between these teams.
0: What's Kirk Cousins' record in prime time again? I think it's like four and twelve. Four and twelve. Go, he's baby, he's big boy, he's rich man, he's a he's a literally rich man's Andy Dalton. You put him in prime time, his butt tightens up, and he can't play in the big spot. Am I right?
2: How was Green Bay done in prime time this year?
0: Well, that's Aaron. Rod- I, I'll take my gamble on Aaron Rodgers in primetime versus. Well, they lost. They lost Kirby to New Cousins. England
2: in prime
1: time and lost to Seattle in prime time.
2: I'll take my gamble with the better team at home right. and uh needed that that twenty four point comeback against the Bears. They won. Obviously, didn't cover whatever that number was because they were at home. But, but uh Green Bay. I'll take the better team at home. Bestie, better way, better defense. It seems like a pretty easy pick. I right hope up. it's three and a half. Speaking
0: like of it. speaking of good defenses at home, Arte, you've got Ooh. the Bills as a three this Ooh. week. <laughs>
2: I have always looked to fade the bills this season, you know, love fading them but I can't do it here. Jacksonville on the road laying three. They shouldn't lay points on the road to anyone with that offense. Buffalo's offense should be better with Josh Allen back. One, They've had five single-digit games, Buffalo. That's how bad they've been at scoring. Only one of them has come when Allen has started, so he can actually put you know 13 to 20 points on the board, which makes a difference when you're playing at home. That defense is the best unit in this game. Number two in DVOA. Number one in pass DVOA. Blake Bortles throw up another dud like he did against the Steelers. Jacksonville just lost a key divisional game and then let Pittsburgh slip away. They could just quit here on the road it could be tough for that offense and you could see buffalo win like a 24 to 3 game or some ugly no thing way. like that for just no way
1: here, here's the here, rj you, i don't care what those stats say you tell me buffalo has a better defense than the jaguars do yes no they do not they do not have a better defense and the offensive line they don't
2: have as good talent
1: they, they, don't, they have they're they're a better defense they look you got to look inside some of the teams they play too but here's the other thing The Buffalo offensive line is one of the worst in football. Of course. This pass rush, which hasn't been as good, I I will admit that 100 percent, will be able to get all over Josh Allen. And that will
2: happen on the other side too. The Buffalo pass rush will get all over Jacksonville because their offensive line isn't good either.
1: No, but I just think – I think my only concern with this game is – and you mentioned the motivation. Where is it? We don't know. That we don't know. That's why it's hard to take into account this game. We don't know if they're going to go up there and play, or if we're going to, if they're going to go up there and lay down in the slush because it's supposed to be like 35 in rain.
2: Give me a little motivation speech as Doug Marone real quick.
1: Uh, you know, you got you got to finish out the season hard. Oh, you got to go hard <laughs> and finish out the this season.
0: This team's this team's dead. Ste- the Steelers ripped their hearts out. They're going to go up to Buffalo and give a D minus performance. Lay down like a bunch of dogs. It's going to be cold mm. as hell up there. Mm. No, it's only going to be cold. in
1: the 30s,
2: but it's going to be raining. <sighs> Love it. Raining.
0: That might be that may be the first time Jalen Ramsey's ever played in thirty degree rain.
2: Cody Kessler makes an appearance in this game.
0: Wow, Ooh. I like it. I like that call. That's a good call. What do the what do you think the odds are on that? A plus two fifty? Maybe my, minus one thirty uh, good, 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 <laughs> good luck finding
2: him. No, it'll probably be like plus four, plus
1: four fifty somewhere around there. Jacksonville will beat them up up front. I think they win the game. All right. I, I just I look. It's going to be disgustingly ugly. How about that? For a football game. It's gonna be everything and anything that Monday
2: night wasn't. Yeah, do not watch it. No, take, do not watch it. Turn
0: your eyes away. Would you take the under? Thirty seven, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like the under. Uh thirty low unless, for an NFL unless game. The,
2: unless
1: the two quarterbacks turn Te-
2: the hell out tease of it. Over. Up. Tease the under up and take the home dog. So you're getting like plus nine with like a you know forty or whatever. Or uh
0: or tease the uh forty niners. Tease the Eagles to a pick. Forty ers down to Oh, no, 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 sorry. Just tease the 49ers over, down, and tease the, uh, the Bills under, or up. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a winner. You got it.
2: It's like Zach Galifianakis with all the numbers flashing <laughs> in his head. Yeah, <laughs> <know>, that's <laughs> the gift <laughs> that I just saw. With Will Brinson trying to figure out what he wanted to do on this teaser.
0: Uh, Pete trying, RJ, you're trying to figure out what you want to do with the, the Chargers minus 12 and a half. That's too many points.
2: Uh, Power Rating Line says it's too many points to be Chargers minus 9 and a half, but you know, I'll, I'll lay it. Chargers offense number four in DVOA, number four in net yards per attempt, number five in yards per carry, number six in points per drive. They're just top five, top six all over the place. Arizona's offense is flash signs of life, but they're still bad. They're you know 31 in DVOA and way to DVOA, 32nd in points per drive. 32nd in yards per carry, thirty you know, just 31s, 32s showing up all over the stat sheet for them. So once the Chargers get up 14, I don't trust Arizona to cover through the back door. Chargers D is solid overall, better with both at back. They're fourth in red zone percentage already. So Arizona is going to be settling for field goals in this game. You're going to see something like 28 and 9 or some some number like this, and and Chargers will get a cover out of this. And, you know, I don't like laying this many points. I'm not going to put this in the contest, obviously, but I think Chargers get this cover.
0: I think that the 49, I mean the uh, Arizona Cardinals, excuse me, are ripe for a backdoor cover here. Uh, in fact, if you look at the Chargers, I realize they've like, you know, they've looked dominant at times, but they haven't really blown anybody out. I mean, they beat Oakland by 14. Oakland wasn't trying. Uh, we've seen a really revitalized Arizona offense the last few weeks, just in terms of relative to what they had before. And, uh, I think that we could see the, uh, the, the Arizona Cardinals storm in with a backdoor cover here. Storm in. Storm this in. Offense. Hey, David this Johnson. offense. This
2: offense does not storm anywhere.
0: Yeah, they're they, they. I like what they're doing. They got a little something going on. They, they're, they're, they
2: do look better. I mean, we, we thought that they were going to play better with Byron which and David Johnson's obviously getting unlocked and having some big fantasy days. So they are playing better. So there is a world where this game, it's like that that Chiefs game. You know, they had no business. Well, the one was, what, 16 and a half, 17, yeah. and it ends up being 26-14. They cover. You know, we could get a 26-14 game for sure. That's if, what,
1: if the Chargers had won last week, I would probably sit here and say, hey, maybe they get the backdoor cover. But I think the Chargers will be a, a, as focused uh, here than, than, than if they hadn't won. I'm with our. I like the Chargers.
0: Chargers, know they still have a shot at the division title. If they win, they'll gag it. Don't worry. Uh, Carolina, <laughs> minus three and a half against the Seahawks in Carolina. This line is also begging you to take Seattle, and I won't be doing that. I will be taking the Carolina Panthers here. A substantially better team at home. Excuse me, i got to get my pom-poms out. Woop, woop. Uh, a much better <laughs> team in Charlotte than they are on the road. They're coming off of back-to-back road losses. I think they are severely undervalued uh, because of their loss to Pittsburgh and then 10 days later because of their loss, uh, to Detroit uh, on a road game where Detroit plays pretty well. Again, Carolina bat on the road. Can just gets up at home and these teams have played a bunch. I, 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 think this will be a low scoring, uh, grinded out dog, but I, I like the Panthers to come away with like a 17 to 10 win here, RJ.
2: Why isn't the spread three?
0: Cause they want you to take Seattle.
2: Well, I'll take Seattle. I think it could be a good spot for Carolina coming off that loss, but Seattle's a slightly better team to me now. Carolina's home field, I don't give them three for home field. I give them two and a half. So... See, they have to be a point better than Seattle for this to make sense to me, and I don't think it does. I think, Like I said, Seattle's a slightly better team. The run game is rolling. 150-plus rushing yards in the last seven. Carolina's red zone defense ranks 31st, so Seattle won't have to settle for field goals in this game. They get down there inside the 20, they're going to pound it in with that run game. Seattle doesn't throw the ball much, so their their overall stats aren't that great for passing, but they're 19 DVOA, so it's an efficient passing offense. So Seattle does everything well on offense. They're solid enough on defense to get some stops. So if you tell me Carolina's only scoring 17, I, I love Seattle, and that's why I think they're going to win the game if, if they can hold Carolina to seventeen. Because my only issue is, what if Carolina goes out and just gets mad on offense and puts up a thirty? Then, See, then I think they cover. I, but if if Seattle's defense rises up, I think Seattle gets us covered.
0: I saw there's an interesting quote from uh, Greg Olson to uh, Max Olson of Panthers. and uh, he basically said. We uh, here's what we he said. We really have to. We have to really dial in now. We're we're in a, we got a heck of a stretch upcoming. We can't worry about what New Orleans is doing. We have to stop worrying about playoff pictures. We need to win a game. You know what I mean? If we don't win, we're not going to be in the playoffs. We just need to narrow it down. Win one game. I think that maybe Carolina was sort of getting full of themselves heading into Pittsburgh, then heading into Detroit, worrying about the bigger picture, trying to keep pace with the Saints, and now they understand what's at stake here. This is essentially a playoff game. I mean, like you're going against Seattle, and if you give them the tiebreaker, there's a very good chance they send you uh, packing for the wild card. So to me, this is a must-win game for Carolina. I think that offense does Must,
2: must-win game for Seattle too. Yeah, it's a must-win sure. game for
1: both. I, I would, if it was three, I'd probably lean a little bit. Uh, three and a half. If it's three and a half, you can't. I, I, but I, I'll take, I'll lay lay the points because I think they're at home. It's a long trip. You know how I feel about that. Doesn't matter. It matters. Doesn't how? Matter. It depends on who the teams are. Doesn't matter. You got to go deeper into
2: it. Okay, Se- Seattle's team. a good team. How, <laughs> they're how, not any better than Carolina, though. Sure, they are. They are. But you're talking about the, when you said it depends on the team, you're talking about the seven teams that usually play at 4 p.m., you know, like, so I think you're discounting, like, the Raiders. It seems like the Raiders and stuff like that. And Seattle is the better better team of those seven, those seven, right. pack of seven, so. But it's also, trying, well, they play them. Them. it's also who they're playing. They go, they go east and win all the time yeah. at 1 p.m. They're fine. I'm not worried about that for this team, but I, I think Carolina's better. These
0: two, teams, these two teams play in Charlotte, like, literally. Every year. It's very bizarre. So three
2: regular season games in Charlotte. Who's won them? Seattle, all three with Russell Wilson. Because he's unstoppable. He's
1: unstoppable. He was for three quarters, and then he got a catch down the sideline that was yep. actually a drop, and then he got a pass interference call to win the game. But so, he was unstoppable. Well, that's why, yep. you,
0: that's why you need better coaches in Green Bay. Uh, Seattle, by the way, Russell Wilson. I wouldn't they have
1: challenged
2: that, by the way? I want to go. That angered me. No idea.
0: Because Mike McCarthy's a, not great at his job. He's super conservative.
2: He was making Thanksgiving plans early. He was.
0: Yeah, uh, and then he punted on fourth and two. What'd you think about that, Pete? Hated it. Yeah.
2: It and
1: I'm usually, I'm usually one to play the, punt the game, but you have yeah. Aaron Rodgers and you're two defensive yeah, pun, linemen. Punt,
2: punt if Brent Hunley, Brent Hunley is in the game. Right. But but Aaron Rodgers. Him. And not
1: only that, they didn't have Daniels and, um, and, uh, Clark in the game. You gotta, right. you gotta go for it.
0: Uh, Indianapolis minus eight against Miami. The Colts, the Indianapolis Colts are favored by eight points, uh, against another football team. And I gotta tell you, I got Hot.
2: Jacksonville in this game according to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's been what, like 11 weeks we were doing this podcast and I finally made a mistake, so you <laughs> got me. There.
0: You got him. I'm thankful for RJ, putting, <laughs> RJ well, I think the Jaguars will go up the Indy
2: yeah <laughs> send you know sound the the fireworks and everything and RJ finally made a mistake write RJ, it down
0: RJ, RJ agreed for no extra pay whatsoever to start doing this podcast to give out his picks on the podcast and to put together a rundown for the podcast by dealing with me and Pete over email and we blast his face when he finally which, makes which a mistake which I sent
2: at 3am because I <laughs> stayed up you know handicapping all these games all night and, yeah. and then at 3am I made one mistake and, yeah. and here's where we Pete,
0: Pete's been asleep for six hours at that point in time. <laughs> Actually, probably more like nine hours at that point in time. Do you, I
2: sleep? I you, never sleep. You've been, you talking
0: about? you'd been to the bathroom four times since you went to bed by the time RJ sent that email. I don't
2: sleep, dude. He, I'm yeah, not he, like you. I don't need, he got need, the email
0: right away. He was doing an HQ hit at 3am. He does full nine
1: hours. He gets a full nine every night, Princeton.
0: Buddy, I do this podcast every single day. Most of the times at night. I got a four year old. Do you think, you think I'm sleeping? I don't sleep. No yeah. sleep. No sleep. No sleep. For Brinson. All right, so I don't like Jacksonville in this game,
1: but I do like Miami. <laughs>
2: you're
1: I, the only one. I am the only one. And and, and look, I think Miami is going to go up there, and Tannehill's back. I think they're going to play with them. <laughs> look, the Colts the Colts aren't are, shouldn't be laying eight in this game. It should be more like six or five. Line, if you're going to give me eight, are, I'm taking
2: eight. Colts are playing their butts off. They are I'm, playing good. I'm fine laying eight against like a bad
1: team. Well, you can lay eight. I'm not laying eight. I, 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 I might, like the I Dolphins. I will lay eight. The might, Dolphins
2: hung around with Green Bay.
1: Uh, for most of that game, up in Green Bay with Osweiler in the game. and I think they're gonna be better with, with Tannehill, and I think they're gonna go up there and hang around in this game.
0: Okay, one, the Colts are better than Green Bay right now they are playing better than green bay andrew luck is playing his tail off you can't get any pressure on him he hadn't been sacked in five games he hadn't been hit in four games they're running the ball really effectively he's passing the ball ty hilton's starting to get going and that defense is playing pretty well too i mean the offensive line is just mauling people i think the colts are going to get up and just keep running the ball and, and grind out a, a 10 or 14 point win i might end up putting the colts in the contest
2: yeah it's a lot of points but they're, they're on my list of maybes miami you said you know and he's not giving up any pressure. Miami's 29th and adjusted sack rate, so they're not generating any pressure either. So that's a bad combination. Andrew Luckle should be able to sit in the pocket, do whatever he wants, throw another three-plus touchdowns, uh not turn the so ball over. So you're a big believer
1: in that Colts defense
2: already, though, huh? Yeah, Colts defense is playing well. But, it's better. But Ryan Tannehill, less than 100%, is What, Brock Osweiler? I mean, it's it's an equivalent. He's better than Brock Osweiler. Not that shoulder. I don't think that he's not going to look as good as he needs to look for another few weeks. I think they're getting him in there just because Brock Osweiler has looked so bad, and they still have a shot at the playoffs. They need to put their best guy out there to try to win the game. But I still think he's going to be limited, and um, Indy can score whatever they want on this defense. So even if Tannehill does play well, you could still get like 38-28 and and, uh, the Colts cover.
0: All right, uh, Pete, this is where you say, whatever, whatever, I do what I want. Whatever, whatever, I do what I want. <laughs> These are three games. I usually do. You, that's right, you sure do. Uh, three games where we have a mild disagreement. Basically, nobody put a huge number on uh, something. We can start with Tennessee. Tennessee getting six at Houston. Um, look, let's be very quickly on this. If if, if Blaine Gabbert's playing against that Houston Texans defense – that I will take, uh, Houston probably, and I think that maybe that number is baked into that. Um, if, if it's Marcus Mariota, I think I like Tennessee. I, I, this is a tough one to cap because of the, because of the, the quarterback situation, and boy, this is not going to be Chiefs Rams on Monday night.
1: <laughs> no, it, it look, it, but Blaine, the Blaine train beat him once already.
2: True. Right? True. Kevin Byard beat him. Kevin Byard let's, let's with the, be clear with the
1: best that. best pass of the day. Yeah, he did beat him. But, look, I, I, I'm i not taking the Titans in this game. I don't – if Mariota plays, he can't feel his fingertips. If Gabbert plays, he's Gabbert. You, so you can't take them. I'll, I'll take the Texans minus the
2: points. Yeah, just stay away from it. Houston's D, number three in DVOA. I don't know how the Tennessee bad offense scores. But Tennessee's D is number two in red zone percentage. Houston offense is bad in that statistic. Houston's defense is also bad in that statistic. So if Tennessee does you know, get a couple of trick plays and get down there – you know, maybe, maybe they score some touchdowns, a sc- touchdown or two, and, and then it's a field goal game from there on out, and they keep it inside the numbers, so I just stay away from it. But I, I, give me the points, I, I Houston isn't as good as they've looked.
0: Houston hadn't lost since September 23rd. It's crazy. We going to freaking Thanksgiving, we're leaving, for, I, it's already been Thanksgiving, they haven't lost since September 23rd. Baltimore, minus ten and a half against Oakland. Pete, uh, you and I are both, I'm pretty bullish on Baltimore to this, to me, that's bad bullish
1: on them. Uh, you don't know it's what ten you're. And get, a half. Yeah, it's a lot of points, and you don't know what you're getting with Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's a second start. There's now tape on him, so you have got to figure out factor that in. But also, uh, I, how good are they? they should they be laying ten and a half points to anybody? I, I like them because I think o- I think Oakland's uh, played back to back road games. And they got one foot out the door, uh, so I like them. I don't love them though. Uh, let me ask yeah. you
0: this: How much of a factor do you think having Paul Gunther running the Raiders' defense um, after, like, you know, basically the guy who grew up under Marvin Lewis um, after the the Ravens played Marvin Lewis, does that matter at all? Like, do you think that helps? Or no, does?
1: you can't make chicken
2: salad out of chicken crap. He's got crap going. No, no, that I'm still, but i gift going again no, no. the numbers, and, and he's got this Galifianakis gift going and again. He's got crap. No. I'm saying,
0: I'm saying it might be, a, I'm here. saying it's an advantage for the Ravens because they're going against basically the same defense that they went against last week and they know that the run option, the read option stuff worked really well. Uh, the Gus bus, get me aboard the Gus Edwards bus, baby. Gonna stomp through that Raiders defense, Lamar Jackson. Both those guys are gonna run for 150 yards. Sure. <laughs> Alright, you take the Raiders. You're not, you're not putting that in the contest, I know that. Yeah,
2: no, it's a one pointer. I just, The Ravens offense, you know what you're going to get with them. They're just run, run, run. They didn't want to put the, the ball in, in Jackson's hands to throw. And from what we saw earlier this season, that's probably a good thing because he was yep. pretty erratic on his passes. Oakland D is number 32 in DVOA versus the pass, but I don't think Lamar can exploit that with his inaccuracy. It's a tough matchup for the Oakland offense, obviously, but I can't see Baltimore putting up a ton of points. So 10 and a half is a lot. You know, we can get a lot of field goals in this game, drive stall out, you're getting like 22 to 13, 22 16. So uh, I would take the points here, but just, just do yourself a favor. Stay away.
0: Yeah, no, you stay away, but it's going to be, the final is going to be 20- 21-0 is what the final is going to be. Raiders aren't going to score in this game. This is a get out of town, Oakland. You got your win last week. They're, they're, they, that was their Super Bowl. Uh, New England, minus 9.5 at the Jets. This is a ton of the points, and you know what? I kind of like, I really like the Patriots, and here's why. Uh, the Patriots, since 2003, they're an absurd 39-14 and against the spread following a loss that's over 73%, and they are 7-1 and against the spread as a field goal or more road favorite following the bye since Belichick arrived. I know they haven't been great against the Jets in terms of trends recently, but they have covered two out of the last three. Top Ball's dead man walking. Patriots are going to be angry having lost going into their bye. Give me New England here.
2: The yeah, Patriots are just three and six against the spread of seven plus point road favorites in AFC East matchups. So you want to do trends. They just don't blow out these these bad AFC East teams too often when they're expected to. Um, he doesn't steamroll bad teams out of the bye three or four three and four against the spread as a seven point favorite coming out of a bye, and they just haven't played well on the road outside of that Buffalo game, and the offense wasn't great in that game. So the Jets feel too ugly to play. Again, it's a stay away from me. They have a solid defense, but um, I just stay away from that. New England will win by seven to ten points. I think so. You're playing on a, a slim margin either way. I just. Away from this game.
1: I would never take the Jets. I would never take the Jets. I would never take the Jets. I'm going to say it over and over again. They were dogs against Buffalo. Uh, I think they're going to be dogs here, but that's a lot of points. I don't love the game because something smells about that line. So, uh, Yeah, I, but I, if half, I had to pick Nine and
0: a half points on the road, smells.
1: I would pick. Yeah, well, Buffalo beat him by 40. And New England isn't playing that well. No, but I, they're coming off a bye. Belichick's smart. Uh, you know, come on. Uh, Gronk's back. Uh, so I would, uh, I would lay the points. I don't love it, though.
0: Uh, and we got one game left. The loser, we all agree on this pick. I'm surprised that we all agree on this pick. Denver catching three from the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are coming to Denver uh, after their win against Jacksonville. So back to back road games for the uh, for the, for the Steelers. Pete.
1: I love the Broncos in this game. I, I, in fact, I think they win the game Me too. outright. Me too. I, I think they're going to run the ball. You saw what Jacksonville did running the ball. For all the, They had a backup center in there and a backup left tackle, and they ran for over 175 yards against Pittsburgh. They pounded them. And I think Lindsey's going to run wild in this game, going to control the time of possession, keep Ben off the field. And I think the Broncos turned their pass rushers loose. I, I think the Broncos win the game
2: outright. Spot on with that. Pittsburgh on a six-game winning streak. 126 points for 56 points against at home. When they're on the road, it's only 71-53. So they're, they're not playing as well on the road. Um, that was evidenced, you know, in that Jacksonville game. I think you get a similar game here, but Denver has a better offense, rushing the ball and passing the ball. Um, power ratings I think should be around pick them. So I give 50-50 either way. If we could catch three and a half in the contest, I would consider Denver at three. Um, probably not putting in the contest. Like I said, I don't want to tie, but I think Denver's definitely a smart play here.
0: The Steelers are due for their annual poop their pants game where they go on the road and lose to a team they shouldn't lose to to Denver is better than people think. I think maybe. Um and again they're a uh they're a home dog catching points and I like the Broncos. I agree with Pete. I think they win out right. Here are our top five picks. Cleveland plus three at Cincinnati. (laughs) Denver plus three versus Pittsburgh. Those both get seven total points. New England at the Jets. Four total points, I don't think we necessarily agree with that. The Giants at Philly, three points. And then Baltimore, minus ten and a half against Oakland for three points. So basically, we just disagree on a ton of stuff this week. It's going to be a hard week to figure out. Um, you can watch Pete Prisco on CBS Sports HQ. He's got a run to do that right now, in fact. Um, I'm sure you will be on there all all, all Thanksgiving – all I will week, be. All weekend long, CBS Sports. I will be. CBSSports.com slash live. And go to Sportsline.com to get all of RJ's picks. You hear them on here, but he gives out more, including a bunch of uh, delicious little over-unders to uh, to stuff your belly with. Once Thanksgiving, your leftovers have cleared. Use promo code WHITE to get your first month for a dollar. Did I do that there right? Go. There we go. Thanks, guys. Uh, always fun.
1: Have fun driving around North Carolina, Brinson. It's
0: almost almost over by the time people are (laughs) listening to this.